check, check. Your turn, Jenna. Hello? <laughs> Keep going. Check, check. Whoa, one, shit. two. <laughs> Put your headphones on. I'm your host, Modingo, and with me with a brand new, from nowhere in particular, batch number 32, Lemon Meringue Sour, Ale Bird with Lemons and Vanilla Beans, is my man who just happens to be the last of the Brohicans. What's up? <laughs> this is a good movie. That was a really good yeah, movie. Yeah, it is a really good movie. You know, I like Dance with the Wolves, Last of the Mohicans was good. The, the, for, the for me, like that, the sign of that fact that was a really good movie is when it was over, I felt like I'd only been sitting there for about 30 yep. minutes. It's like because nonstop, it was just the story about love and revenge. Dude. Yeah. If you've never seen it, uh, it's definitely must watch. Have you seen a Pocahontas? <laughs> <laughs> AKA, I did Pocahontas really bad. AKA Jenna Fisher, our official social media person. Who was out on assignment in Colorado? Welcome back. Who's the head of this podcast now? You are. That's one. I didn't get my. I didn't get the email on that. Uh, I didn't get it either. <laughs> like, I'm the name. I guess we don't have our email set up, so that's probably why we didn't get it. Or it, because it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> that's also a possibility. Just remember, guys. Like I said in the last podcast, that Jenna still has not finished listening to. If it just understand this. She was not here last week, so we couldn't, so, have, record, yeah. we couldn't so, have recorded a podcast. If it was Fisher and Friends, yeah. you guys would have gone dark for a week. Yeah, and that, and then I think two weeks before that, she wasn't here because she's shooting a wedding, making money. Ooh, I'm cool. Doing photographer stuff. Yeah, I mean, we pay you a lot more than what you make in photography. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you had to think about that. How was Colorado? Yes, tell us about Colorado. It was a lot of fun. It was nice to get away. You there for about a week or so? Give or take? No, I was only there for four days, okay. but um saw lots of nice pictures that you took while you were there. Yeah, it was crazy. It was like I just kept saying the whole time, like, I can't believe those mountains are really there. Th- th- that they're that huge. Yeah, mountains. Well, why wouldn't they really be there? This it just <laughs> looks like a painting, like Bob Ross just painted in the background. Happy little mountains. Like, yeah. He painted like, trees, bro. He painted mountains. Look at his work. <laughs> so it was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. What was your favorite part? I mean, I really liked the sand dunes because that was like what I went there for. So hmm. I was really excited and I feel like. Explain that to me, the sand dunes. So. Yeah, most people, when you yeah, think of Colorado, Colorado you don't think don't of think sand, sand dunes. dunes. And I'm one of them. Yeah. I've heard of it, but. I didn't, They're I didn't. almost to New Mexico, but. um, So like you're traveling, it's like four hours from Denver. um, And you like just stay on one road the whole time. Um, and then there's like one little town called Pueblo. And after that, there's no, nothing else for mm-hmm. a couple hours, probably. So you hit like Arizona. <laughs> yeah. It's just not, it's like nothing. Um, just up, up the mountain. But so once you get to the sand dunes, there's like a visitor area, but it's still like in the middle of nowhere. Is it like and a then, state park or something? Yeah. It's a national park. Okay. Hmm. Um, yeah. And it's just a shit ton of sand. But yeah. it's just really pretty. I don't know how to explain how it. How did, um, is that just because it's further south? 
we're climate wise or I mean how how'd that even happen in freaking Colorado you know I don't know well, you want me to Google it yeah absolutely because um, I mean I'm I imagine, really don't know because I have because you're probably like in that Four Corners area right um, or it's like uh, Nevada Arizona Utah and uh, Colorado all kind of converge yeah it's weird yeah you don't think of that Colorado it's really really yeah. windy though too like well, it's pretty flat and it's known yeah. to be windy like they have a whole thing in the visitor center. Um, well, there's like, no structures. Like, yeah, don't don't use an umbrella here. Yeah. Might get well, swept know, away like, like Mary Poppins. It was just as, as sand deposited by mountain streams in the lakes. Um, the <laughs> San Luis Valley floor is carried in the form of small dunes by predominant southwest winds toward a low curve in the Sangre de Cristo Mountains. I don't know. It's really cool. There's the mountains um, behind it. It's just like so amazing, honestly, when you get there. But is it hot? No, it was it, really it looked cold. Pretty cold. Yeah, it was really cold and windy. Like I, so basically, it's like punking you, right? Because you always think of sand dunes is freaking hot, hot yeah. as hell, yeah. but it's in Colorado, but it's cold. And it's funny you say that because when I was stationed in California, I was technically stationed in Los Angeles, but we were way north, and it's like desert. Like it, it, it was so far away from civilization that they would land space shuttles there. Aircraft could fly it supersonic speeds they would drop weapons <laughs> that's that's angie in the background uh but also it would snow you know during the winter and you know Cal, yeah. yeah and you know but like, like no but we were like down by los angeles and it's oh. not even really in the mountains but it's just the altitude's just right that it would snow on occasion so that's cool well it was like supposed to snow or and or rain like the whole day that we were supposed to do this and, and or. So, yeah and so there was like a cloud probably probably couple miles maybe if that just like waiting there so we were like hurry up like we gotta go because that would have sucked to drive all the way there for was it oh, like oh just to not get to go yeah. check anything out yeah that yeah. would not be cool was it like it was supposed to be there like the mountains or what? they look real i don't oh, another bob <laughs> jenna was saying they look like bob ross paintings yeah. happy little mountains fluffy little clouds little fluffy clouds but it was so want to give a shout out to middle age crossfitter. She is out of, what'd you say, uh, Warner Robins, Georgia. Yep. And she left us a pretty sweet review, five-star review on iTunes. Um, thank What's you. I put it at 68. Yeah. 68 reviews. So keep those cranking. We really appreciate it. Um, if you haven't left a review yet and you've been listening, if you've been down since day one, shame on you. True. That's all I got to say. Just shame, shame on, on you. you. Yep. Make it a written one because even though you do review it, we get more credit. Yeah, we get more juice if you write a review. Yeah, I don't care. You know, we can make fun of Fisher and Friends or whatever, <laughs> however you want to do it. You can make fun of that or we can talk about how awesome bro and Mo are. Or you and can applaud it. Applaud what? How awesome just me Fisher and, and Friends. Oh, let's not. Most of them will. You can just re- rewrite your review about one more <laughs> podcast and you can just change it. I would be subliminal messages where she's writing things backwards. Says the person who wasn't here last week. All right. So we have come to the end of the 2019 CrossFit open. (sighs) (laughs) It seems like we've been talking about it forever. Yeah. This open seems we've done like 18 episodes on this. Yeah. I mean, we've just collectively, it feels like even though, the feeling wasn't there about the open. It, I feel like people talked about the open a lot more because of drama. Yeah, I, mean, I think the it was thing be, about it. Is yeah, too the much drama. drama. That's how I feel about the open right now. It's like 
we've talked about so much because of drama. Just like the whole Brooke Wells things last year, we beat that hell, <laughs> that damn donkey to death. I thought you called her a hoe. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Mother. Leave that in there. <laughs> it's ban me. <laughs> no, I think we, we beat that dead horse yeah. uh, to death and back. And um, I think it all started when with the uncertainty of it. Because mm-hmm. uh, uh, CrossFit HQ announced that they weren't going to be providing media coverage. And I think that went unnoticed by some people. So when 19-1 rolled around, and the one I reveal I watched was in London uh, because that was part of strength and depth because the, that was the second sanctional event of the year that coincided with the first week of the CrossFit open. Uh, I kind of call a foul on that. Yep. You know, why would you have your sanctional event? Um, or why would you have the open running the first week of a sanctional event? Why would you cross those two over? I don't know. Miscommunication. Poor planning. Poor planning. Or just, uh, or like the C, all the above. <laughs> C, A and B. Yeah. Uh, but so 191, uh, that's when we all got a taste of what the new open was going to look like visually. Because mm-hmm. we didn't have the full production of the HQ Media crew. It was left to each individual location that was doing the open reveal to determine how they would do it. And I guess theoretically, they didn't even have to do anything. No. And most of them tried. So the first one, like I said, I watched the one in London. Yep. It was, it was in the way I've, I've kind of tried to keep my mind open to all this is at least I get to see it. Might be in a different language, might not be the quality of what I'm used to, but at least there's something. Yeah. I had that thought afterwards. During mm-hmm. I'm like, this is so dumb. Yeah. Cause well, like I said, the whole steak and lobster thing, we've had these baller productions ever since what? 2000. What, 2012? I think was the first time they, they televised one? Somewhere, yeah. somewhere back there. Well, for, So let's just say for argument's sake, like for five years we've had these baller productions. They've gone everywhere from Brazil to the Air Force Academy to, uh, what, Iceland. You know, we, they've been everywhere and we had all these open reveals and it's just been pretty sweet. And then the rug was swept from underneath us and then it was like, boom, here you go. Well, probably because they spent all the money in Iceland and Brazil (laughs) (laughs) and all these dumbass locations to set up this media team. You know, we talked about it. I think there's a lot of misspending that's went on and and that attributes to what led to all the releases from employees. Well, well, the entire media team, I believe, except for maybe just a small remainder that's doing the the videos for the. Yeah. The old old guy. (laughs) For the. For the workout of the day that's put on the main side, I think that's really the extent of what they have left over. Well, since they released that video, uh, we've bought jugs of oversized antifreeze. <laughs> that's gonna we're gonna start deadlifting those in here. <laughs> did anybody else? Did you guys find that odd that he was lifting antifreeze? Who has big jugs of antifreeze Dude, in the living was, room? Yeah, it was for M1 Abram. <laughs> like, you need so much antifreeze. A military tank. Like seriously. <laughs> okay, so. We got through the shock and trauma, but let's talk about the actual workout. The first workout for 19-1 was 19 wall balls, 19 calorie row, 15-minute AMRAP. Mm-hmm. Pretty, simple. pretty simple. Yep. Nice intro for everybody. Um, yep. uh, inclusive in, in terms of the programming. All of it was. Yeah. Everybody can do these things. Off the bat, like we get this first workout. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? 
simplistic, traditional CrossFit couplet. Okay. Uh, everybody can do. How did you, Jenna, like for you, like when you heard that that was the workout, what were some of the things that you thought about? Honestly, I'm not someone that like freaks out about workouts because most of the time, like if Brody programs something and it looks hard, it's not like that bad. And then it's the ones that look. The sneaky ones. Like, okay, this might be like good. And then I'm fucking wind like trying to get through it. So I don't know. I'm not really intimidated by most workouts unless it's every minute do <laughs> 10 burpees over the dumbbell mm-hmm. <laughs> like we've done for like 20 minutes. What's that horrible assault bike one you have? Even that doesn't freak me like out. So many, like so many 12 cows every 30 seconds <laughs> until failure. You fail. Yeah, until you fail. If you try that one, guys, let us know how it turns how out. Rounds you get, yeah. yeah, but when you fail, you're done. Like <laughs> if it's a workout where you... Every- well, the, the workout she's talking about, we did, it was 100 dumbbell thrusters, 50-35 dual dumbbell thrusters. Straight through or... Her time. Eesh. But every minute on the minute, you had to do oh. six burpee or the dumbbell. Okay. Terrible. So it's like a calcio type thing. Yeah. So every minute on the minute, including minute zero, you had to do six burpee or the dumbbell, then get as many thrusters as you could until the top of that minute. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or was it eight? six or eight? I can't remember, but it was enough to suck. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was one of those workouts where yeah, you can't, you know, you can't move around, so it's going to suck. And that's mm-hmm. there's no transition. You. You're in the same damn spot <laughs> until you finish. You're in the same hole the whole time. Yeah. But no, I thought it was a good workout. I knew it was going to hurt because on something like that, you can push the tempo on the row and, you know, the wall ball is typically going to be unbroken for most most people. Because it's a lowish number. Yeah, yeah, lowish number. But, you know, it was about holding those calories per hour on that row. The efficiency on and, the row. Yeah. In all honesty, if you're a good rower, you typically are going to be good at wall balls. So, so it's like a good workout for anybody that's a strong rower. But, um, would this would you kind of classify this as one of those like lopsided workouts though, where it's all really high depend on the on the yeah. on the rower? Um, oh, absolutely. A heavier, taller athletes. Yep. Um, score, score, score higher. Yep. Okay. And well, I bet you, if you go through the the top twenty guys right now in the world, and you compare their height and then compare their nineteen uh, one scores, it'd be astronaut. It'd be it'd be flipped. Just like when you compare the nineteen five mm-hmm. to to them for um, like nineteen one. So for the men, the winner was Snor Rajinson of Norway with 411 reps out of CrossFit Sanford, Sandfjord. And uh, for the women, it was Michaela Norman of Sweden with 366 reps. One thing about the male athlete, though, that, um, that won that one, he only did two workouts and then didn't submit any more scores. So I don't know if he got injured, injured or yeah. something like that. So. If you did get injured, uh, hopefully you feel better, bro, because uh, that's a horrible way to, you know, to go out only after two workouts. Next one it happens to me every year, Mo. So I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. You usually get injured during the work or during the open. No, I'm usually it's, it's I usually am sick. Okay, yeah, I do remember you but being this sick. This is the first year I haven't been sick, so it was kind of cool. So you crushed it. You're like a what? Did not crush it, Mo. Nineteen point two was our. Infamous repeat workout. Yep. We always have one every year. Uh, this was a repeat of 16 do, which was toast to bars, double unders, cleans that progressively increase weight, lower reps. And then... Um, they change it slightly. 25 toast to bars, then 50 more double unders. Um, the weights start off at 15, then uh, 15, 13, 11, 9, 7, and it started off at 135, 85, 
185, 115, 225, 145, 275, 175, and 315, 205. One thing that was different, I think, is that you had eight minutes to complete the first two. Yeah, the, see, you had the, um, the first... First two bars. For, or the, was that 16, 2016? Yeah. So you had you only have four, four minutes to four do minutes the first one, right? Yep, to get through the first sets. Mm-hmm. And then this year you had you had the full eight minutes. To so get through both. I yeah. think what happened was, you know, some people were struggling to finish at first, and so their workout was done in four minutes, mm-hmm. which is... Kind of sucks. Kind of yeah. ridiculous, yeah. in my opinion. So I think they learned from that. And this is a common theme. I think you go through all the open workouts. They try to make it, let people have the ability to RX them as much as possible. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I don't know. So uh, this was one of those workouts where the more work you did, you got rewarded with, with more work. So if you made it through the first eight minutes and you completed those uh, two sets of cleans, then you got to move on to the round of 11. You had another four minutes to that. Mm-hmm. Then if you completed those, then you move on to the round of nine and the round of seven. Um, so, ba- yeah, the harder you work, the more work you get. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of ugly. <laughs> there's, there's really no, uh, unless you're one of those athletes that can burn through all that, there's really no way to plan for that appropriately. Uh, I'd imagine a lot of people, like average folks just like myself, just trying to complete the work as fast as they could. Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's game plans to it. You know, most people would go singles on the cleans all the way through. Hmm. Uh, I would say almost all of our people did singles all the way through, and then kind of get that built in rest. Yeah, I mean, it's you no. Know, I've said I've seen. I don't know if I said on the show, but I've seen we were a competition. We had Isabel was in the finals one portion of the workout, which is thirty power snatches at one thirty five ninety five for time. Okay. And uh, so just. Uh, pedal to the pedal to the well, floor. Well, you think our guy Caleb, uh, he chose to go one and drop, mm-hmm. and the guy he was going against was like a two-time regional athlete at the same time, and he did the opposite. He did a huge set, mm-hmm. just held on and held on. To, I think he did say he did fifteen or eighteen or whatever it was, and then went to like doubles or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, Caleb ended up beating him, and he did singles all the way through because he had that built-in rest, and he just could maintain that pace. It's just you can't even if you cycle a barbell like. If you're constantly picking it up, mm-hmm. when you do your set of 16 or 12 or whatever the hell it was, you're setting it down. Well, then there's three reps you just gave up mm-hmm. by the time you pick Because you're taking off. a break. Yeah. So it's just, and that eventually will pan out. It is, is, you know, I think the Isabel time was like under two minutes. So right at. Oh, even when doing singles. Oh, wow. yeah. That's mm-hmm. crazy. I've seen, I've seen Grace done under two minutes with singles. So. Hmm. How'd you go at this one, Jenna? Um, this is your favorite, wasn't it? Yeah, I liked it. Uh, I think I did like fives for the first set of cleans. Mm-hmm. And then maybe like four or something, but then I ended up doing singles. And then the last ones I did singles. It kind of makes sense, though. When you look at this from the female side, the weights are skewed. You know, okay. 135, 85, it should be 135, there is a, 95. There is a bit of disparity there. Yeah, yeah, 185, 115. Well, that we've always do 130 in here because that's 70%. Yeah, so uh, for those of you that aren't normally CrossFitters, usually the weight is, there's there's directly proportional weights right. when it comes to men and women. So generally, if a male has 135, the female has 95. Mm-hmm. But and, I do agree, like even for Grace, because we had a visitor come here and she did Grace after I did, but I did fast singles for like the last Part. Like I tried to do a big set and then I did um, 
like fast singles, but she like held on and her time was longer than mine because she had to rest mm-hmm. like between her big set. So. Mm-hmm. so in Jenna's case, so it would make sense if you're 10 pounds lighter than normal, right? So that'd be like, if I was doing 125 cleans on the first set, not that you can't hang on the 135, but it's just not going to tax your system because your clean's already heavy as shit anyway. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, and then the second, it's 115. And then the third bar was what, 145? 145. Which yeah. is ridiculous. That should That's be, a huge jump. That should be about 190, if I remember right. It's, yeah, for men is 225. So women, yeah. No, 225 would be 160. Oh, third bar is, what? yeah, it should be 160 instead of mm-hmm. 145. 145. But yeah. you may, I'm talking 275. Okay, so the, the, or with the round of nine, it was 275, and Yeah, and it's supposed to be 190. Mm-hmm. So on a linear scale, it's still a lighter bar. I bet you. Respectively. I bet you $100. Uh, you go through the scores. I haven't looked at this. Women crushed guys in that, in that workout. Did you. Uh, the board. How did, did you compare your numbers to 2016? Yeah, I beat it. Um, I don't remember how many reps. She beat it and she took a two minute break. Because she was choking her gum. <laughs> For the men, that was won by, um, I'm pronouncing this right, Richard Froning Mm-mm. of CrossFit Mayhem. The R silent. <laughs> he, he, uh, he finished that out in 1610. And for the women, um, it was uh, one of Brody's uh, favorite athletes. Yeah. Brooke Wells of the U.S. at 1420. But did she, though? From CrossFit <laughs> Yeah, but did she? Did, did she submit a video? I don't know. It's grainy. I just remember I seeing guess. it. <laughs> she definitely upgraded her phone, guys, because the video quality in this one. It was with a Nokia <laughs> flip phone, maybe. Gas station, like, by her minutes. She played Snake the, the, on the, it right The burner before. phones? Played Snake, wow. <laughs> right before. All right, next one is 19.3. Another four-time workout. This was start off with a 20-foot single overhead dumbbell lunge. First time we've seen that, right? Mm -hmm. Followed up by 50 dumbbell box step-ups, again, with a single dumbbell. 50 strict handstand push-ups, followed by a 200-foot handstand walk. 10-minute cap. Yep. Two Um, separators in there. Yeah. So uh, the first big separator was that uh, strict handstand push-up. Yep. Um, This time, as Brody has been begging and pleading for, they use the regional uh, handstand push-up standard. Um, it's crazy how simple something is when you, we say five hours by not, measuring all by the not having to measure athletes. So um, what I say, what I mean by the regional standards, what's the size of the box? Uh, ugh, I forgot how many inches. Say it's 36, 48, something like that. 50. Okay. I don't know. It's like four feet. So basically you, you tape out a box up against the wall. And it's like for, 36 inches deep. For the, um, Athletes do their handstand push-ups. In the past, you had to take extra. Well, they never used the box in the open. They used these other bizarre standards. So the first one in 2015 was where you put your hands up above your head, touch thumbs, your thumbs together, yep, and then three inches below your wrist, wrist or something yeah. like that. And then in that two, one failed. That one wasn't nearly as bad as no, the one in 2018. Was, but it failed because Josh Bridges. Oh, Josh Bridges on yeah, the uh, on the live in, announcement. Yeah, but then he somehow comes back and beats a score when he's at home because he grew. <laughs> He grew two inches, Mo. He put his hands together. You know what I mean? He grew two inches. <laughs> it's funny how that happens, right? You know, same with Brooke Wells. She got, uh, she did the female portion. It was wall ball and it was a handstand push-up workout. And then, I think that was her. Well, I don't know. 
they, whatever female it was, they go there and then they get crushed at it, but then they go to their home gym and they murder their score. Yeah. yeah, murder their score because, you know, whatever. It's just, it just shows you the fucking standards aren't being held. So uh, what anyway, bro's referring to is the 2018 measurement standard where you, to addi- in addition yeah. to measuring your hands up above your head, then you took the- you had to stand on your plates, heels against the wall. Is that, okay, that was the other piece, yeah. Yeah, heels against the wall. You had to measure, measure your forearm, right? You had to measure the top of their head. And then you had to take, you measure from the wrist to the elbow. elbow. And then you took half it, of that or something. And div- then divide divided by, by two, pi. And then multiply it by, like, we don't effing care. <laughs> like, <laughs> there was way too much involved with that. And that's where Brooke Rolls sucked. It, and that's where, uh, just by sheer anatomy, certain people couldn't complete. That particular task because humorous the forearm ratio. Yeah, in last year's episode when we did the uh, wrap up show, bro specifically mentioned that uh, there were some people in his gym that couldn't even meet that standard. The problem with this one it was they their sample size was way too small. They did not. This is just another thing with that like that rower HQ was in the wrong. Okay. And this is a huge beef that I have with HQ. Okay. And, and I, with people in general, if you mess up and you know, you messed up, you got to own up to it. Right. HQ, they knew they'd messed up just after the first day because there was a little bit of controversy using with the demo video. Yes. Just with the demo video with Stacey Tovar, they did the measurements. Um, and then, and that was a, a continued shot. Mm-hmm. And then you've seen the cut of her then going to a handstand push-up. Push up. She's clearing the line by three inches. Mm-hmm. But uh, people with eagle eyes. Right? Yeah, because I would have never picked up on this. And until I saw it on Instagram, I wasn't even really paying attention. I was at work. I think Bro, it took, te- yeah. Bro texted me. He was like, hey, check this out. And I'm like, what's going on? I'm reading. I'm like, well, I said, I wow. said, Mo, we got our next episode. <laughs> he said, what? I said, this controversy. Yeah. yeah. And I sent it to him. So they, they had moved her original tape line down about three inches because you could see the mark that was still on the wall. And in comparison to there's a there was another reference point on the wall. Yeah, logo. That, that's when people first identified. Right. And then once people identified that, then they were able to further see that those different marks on the wall. Right. So I was just telling Mo, I was like, okay, well, if, if she can meet the standard, why move the standard down three inches? Even if it's for demonstration purposes, okay? If Stacey Dovar could clear this line that was properly measured based off of her, okay, then why move it? Okay. And what we see? What we see happen in the, in the live thing? <laughs> this is really messed up too. Because um, um, Scott Pancheck, when he got measured, ninja. he's a ninja. Ninja. Yeah. When he got measured, guess what? They end up moving his line down. They remeasured him, and that line dropped slightly, and he still kind of struggled. He's going slow and deliberate, and he crushed the workout. But in my opinion, he'd crush it even more with the actual standard. Okay, so HQ, when you mess up own up to it. Okay. When you have someone who physically can't do it based off their anatomy, then it's, it's, it's an issue and it's no longer a good standard in my opinion. And here's my sample size. It's less, it's less than they should have done. Okay. Mine's under a hundred sample size. And out of a hundred, I have, um, three athletes who kick up and one who can even, cannot reach the line with proper range of motion and standard of movement of a typical handstand pushup. Another one has to fight for it, but can still clear it, but has to really, compromise the shoulder, the hand well, position. Well, he, yeah. he had to fight for it, 
but it, it was harder for him to reach it. And then a third person had to compromise a position of the actual movement. Okay. To still get above that, that movement. And when, when, when most clearing up by three inches because of his, his humorous length, even looking at him here is, is very, it's, it's a normal one, but when you have athletes who, and they're typically shorter, the forearm can be longer than that humorous. And then that's the issue. So in there, bro talks about just his sample size that he had, uh, uh, you know, people that couldn't with correct form execute that movement under that old standard. They couldn't kick up and get their heels to even break the line. Yeah. And again, you know, like we talked about with Jacob Hebner with that, like there was no way he could have done that. Because his forearms were longer than his humerus. Mm -hmm. Yep. All he had to do was have a camera person back up super (laughs) far away. Or even uh, change the markers on the wall. Yeah, then upload it in standard definition. (laughs) From the flip phone. Um, Well, what I did like about this is when they went to the regional standard, which we were getting hit on, mm -hmm. which they should have done. From the beginning. From forever. It's like you already have a standard in place. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why? Just use it. Use it. If it's good enough for the top level, it's good enough for everybody. Mm -hmm. And it's easy to set up. But I loved how when Boz, I don't know if people seen it on his Instagram, he basically. Oh, yeah. He basically bashed Brooke Wells. Everything that she did, and actually, David's daughter as well. The way they were doing their handstand push-ups with that big arc where their butt is against the wall, mm-hmm. you couldn't be touching. Only your heels mm-hmm. can touch the wall because there is no way you can. And that's what I said this whole time. I said this when she submitted her video, uh, David's daughter. How the hell can you break the line when your butt is, is against the wall, the wall and yeah. you're broken at 90? You're not even fully extended. It's, and, Im- it's impossible. And what bro is talking about is sometimes you'll see athletes where their, their back will kind of, quote, sag as they're doing the handstand push-ups and, like, the, the torso kind of breaks and the hips go back. Um, Boz, he's the uh, head of judging for CrossFit HQ, and he put together, like, four or five Instagram videos yeah, basically telling everybody step-by-step Don't what, do what, consti- what constituted a, an appropriate rep. And I think that was good on them because... I think there are a lot of points of performance that he pointed out for that particular movement that people just needed to be brushed up on or, or, or taught to begin with. No, we were brushed up on them. It's these people who are ignoring them and then getting away with it because CrossFit pushed her through mm-hmm. because of her looks. And she's <laughs> David Castro's boyfriend. Number of uh, Instagram followers. Yeah, that too. Um, one minor point of contention with this particular workout was with the scaled division. <laughs> Uh, the scale for strict handstand push-ups was strict handstand push-ups. I agree with it. With the um, with the forty-five, I think it was for five inches or something. Yeah, it's five inches. But, okay. So, I, I I've heard arguments for both sides. So, bro, fire off. There's an argument. It's it's the standard. It's okay. I mean, you're given. It's still it's still heavily scaled. Five inches is holy crap. That's a huge yeah. modification. That'd be like. Saying you, you could do a pull up, but your chin didn't have to go over the bar. <laughs> I'm saying, you know okay. what I mean? That's, no, I, it's, it's relative. Like the pres- prescribed would be chin over the bar. Mm-hmm. Scale would be eyes to the bar. Like, you know what I mean? It's, that's a huge difference on mm-hmm. how many reps you can do. So I didn't have a problem with that scale, yeah, but we, we do here, we build the plate. So people got screwed or who never have their members go inverted and upside down. They have them go upside down on a box mm-hmm. and do these stink bug type things and not get inverted on for handstand push-ups. Yeah, and then some of the people out there were, the outcry was, well, 
I can't do strict handstand push-ups. Why would you give us something that we can't do? Can you okay? And but but I will make the argument. Um, going back to not remember which open it was, but the first time we had ring muscle ups. Yep. Before we even had the scaled portion. Yep. How many people got a ring muscle up? Yep. For the first time, and even this year, with the bar muscle ups in yep. uh, nineteen four. Same. How many people did we see get their first bar muscle up? Blake got what two or three, I think. Something like that. In his, you know. You know, for him, like, you know, I'm, I'm sure that was the first muscle up he's, he's ever gotten in a, in an open. Yeah. So that's huge. You know, it, I think it created opportunities for people to, um, surprise themselves. It's a separate workout. It's number yeah. three. If and it, and if, number three, like we've always talked about. If it had been ring muscle ups instead of the strict handstand pushups. Well, nobody would have complained. You know what I mean? <laughs> but because it's a new movement, finally. Yeah. The strict handstand pushups is the first time we've seen that strict movement. I, my prediction was it was going to be strict pull-ups. Yeah, that's what I thought. But, um. So, well, we did see the strict movement, so I think we'll take partial credit for that. Yeah. If you go back to the uh, prediction show. Brody Domus. <laughs> Hashtag Brody Domus. Uh, for the men, a uh, gentleman by the name of Matthew Frazier uh, completed that one in 727. It's built for short people. Yeah. And uh, Carrie Pierce. Oh, no she, shocker. Short she music. finished that in 646 at a CrossFit Dynamics. Shout out to Justin Kotler, her coach. Uh, moving on to 19.4. Yeah. This is the two-parter. Yep. Which Dave, three years ago, said he would never do two-parters, but this is the second year in a row that we've had a two-parter. I think, well, they screwed up the first the first two-parter because people were able to cheat it. That was he with never, the, the, the clean. It was a max, clean, max clean. Yeah. And I don't remember what it was, but was it the handstand push-ups? Uh, no, no. It was, uh, um, what was that? It was like burpee over the bar. It was something. Source on some sort of AMRAP right before it, and then yeah, and there was a break, yep. And then you had a pretty short amount of time to get a max clean, right? Mm-hmm. Clean and jerk. And people were, were cheating that because some people they're were, were dogging the first part, yeah, and, and to, to have a bigger, yeah, to have a, a, a bigger could, output. They in were the trying to get one. first on the clean, and then they knew that would outweigh whatever the score was on the other on the first part of the workout. Yep. So this one was start off with a couplet, three rounds for time. 10 snatches at 95.65, followed by 12 bar-facing burpees. Three-minute rest, then moved on to three rounds for time of 10 bar muscle-ups and 10, 12 bar-facing burpees. I, um, I think people commented when they saw Frazier's video that the hardest part for him was the rest. Yeah. <laughs> Just a ma- machine, man. So this is one of those um, not super heavy, low reps, yep. but you have such a short window to get that work done. That you just got to put the, the pedal to the floor and go. I think the burpees kind of snuck everybody. Um, because even your fastest guys were like just over three minutes for that. Mm-hmm. So the separation is not huge because you'd have people. Would you do it in three? What did you do it in three minutes or something? Mm-hmm. The first three rounds? Oh, no. Or four? Oh, it's three something. I think it was just over three minutes. She was like 315 or something like that mm-hmm. for the first three rounds. And your top level athletes were, that's what they were kind of getting. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the bar muscle. Well, I thought it was a cool workout, actually. I mean, it was different. It was not complex, but it was just, when you get different pieces, you don't get bored. You know, sometimes you can program and it's kind of like the row wall ball is boring to me. Like mm-hmm. it's back and forth, back and mm-hmm. forth. Like it's for just, 20 minutes. Yeah, it was really boring. It was yeah, it was just boring in, in the fact that like, you know, it wasn't mixed up. I'm not saying that has to be sexy and it has to be this 
you know, extravagant workout, but like, it's just back and forth, back mm-hmm. and forth. Like it's boring. Just like the probably the dumbbell thruster is a hundred for time. Mm-hmm. That we talked about earlier. It's nothing crazy, but I think those ones are like hard mentally. though, because it's like, Oh, I just want to be done. Like yes. I remember looking at the clock at nine minutes and I'm like, are you kidding me? Like we're literally only at nine or maybe it was four. I can't remember either way. It was quick. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's funny that you comment on that workout because uh, the guys at Talking Elite Fitness, uh, they had run into Castro like that earlier that week. And he commented that this is a workout that he would have programmed in the games, which is kind of interesting because I don't think I've ever heard him make Castro make a comment like that before. The snatching. Yeah, this, uh, the couplet with the rest in it. You know, anytime you see a workout with a rest in it, yeah, don't sleep on it. Because <laughs> yeah. that just means you got to go. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like uh, the benchmark chief. I mean, yeah, you get five rounds, begin minute rest after every three minutes. But the, the thing, but that, then that minute rest keeps it, it gets less and less and less. <laughs> but uh, that's the one where if you don't complete the round, you don't you don't you don't, you don't yeah. get credit for it. So yeah. that's even more of a soul crusher. Yep. Um, for the men, that was won by Joni Koski of Finland at eight minutes and three seconds, and the women was I'm going to butcher this Anna Fergaku of Greece at eight thirty two. We just call her Anna. When I looked at that, um, worldwide, she would have finished like in the top 10 w- among the men with that score. So that's <laughs> pretty beastly. Well, look at it. It's uh, bar facing burpee. So is this one of those ones, like you short, said, fav- short, favors short, females? Yeah. Okay. Well, short athletes, not necessarily, not, not necessarily females. Okay. Short athletes. I guarantee you, once again, you're shorter athletes. The burpee, they're low. I mean, they're closer to the ground. They don't have to, you know, when you're, and when it's those, when over- you're six foot, it's, you're not going to beat a fucking five foot six guy on mm-hmm. burpees. It's just not going to happen. If, if this fitness level is equal, right? Same with bar muscle ups. They're going to, you know, Aaron. The range of motion. Yeah, Aaron yeah. and Tony, they're locked out while I'm still pressing out to get one. Mm-hmm. And they're on their way back down because <laughs> my arm length is twice as long They'll, as theirs. Yeah. So, yeah. Longer levers. But that's okay. They got crushed on the first workout. Not crushed, I mean, as in. They were more challenged with those yeah, first two workouts. The, the row and the wall ball. Yeah. I mean, wall ball, they have to their cycle rate is just much slower because mm-hmm. you have to wait for the ball to come, come down. back down yeah. or, you know, someone like your height is throwing the ball and it's coming right back down to their hand so they can proceed the squat. And then we move on to 19.5. What dirty Fran. I've heard all kinds of different names, but um, anything with that descending ladder, um, 33, 27, 21, 15, nine of thrusters at 95 and 65 and chest to bar pull-ups. 20 minute cap. People were talking so much trash about this, like as far as how dangerous it was. And like, oh, I did see some of those like, posts. It's just so w- when people were making that comment about dangerous the volume, the volume's crazy. Good luck with your tendons and whatever. Because it was what 200. No, it was 105. I mean total reps. Oh yeah, that's, which is nothing. 200 total reps. It, they're bitching about that, but they'll do the filthy 50 or Murph. the Murph or the sevens workout. Like to me, Murph is blows. Murph is 10 times harder than what that workout is mm-hmm. because, well, first off, you're doing what was that five, 600 reps? Yeah. Plus a two mile run. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they're saying that this is more end of vest if you're doing it. Yeah. End of vest. But even if you don't, so let's say you scaled that and let's say you did half, right? You're still, still 30 three, minutes. Yeah. You're 300 reps, right? Plus a two mile run. Let's say you just cut the run in half. So 300 reps plus a mile run is still going to take those people who scale it over 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. And they're worried about this. Like, 
It doesn't make any sense. So this one, you know, you, you saw different uh, uh, people attack it different ways. I saw some people do all the thrusters unbroken and then take uh, chunks of the pull-ups. Uh, it was just, you got to get through it. I mean, that's really. You just got to see what your, your strength and weaknesses are. If you're great at thrusters and you're okay at chest to bar, well, you got to drop the hammer on the thrusters so you have more time for the chest to bar. The chest to bars, yeah. Yep. Because honestly, once you got, once you get to the 21s, like after that, it's all Then you're in familiar territory because yeah. you, you've done that before. Mm-hmm. But it's just getting to that point where yeah. it's a little challenging. Uh, men was won by Matthew Frazier of the U.S. at 653. Which is ridiculous. Obscene. Because he, he didn't even redo it, did he? Why that's, would you? That's, I mean, but that's the one he did live. Yeah. Like he, he, he did it on the live announcement and then didn't need to repeat it. No. Just absolutely destroyed it. And for women, it was Mackenzie Flincham of the U.S. at 714 at a CrossFit Barrel Beach. Right. And that's a pretty good guy, girl. Like you should get around the same times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause that's something you, we, we talked about a long, long time ago where um, you want all your athletes finishing the workout around the same time. Mm-hmm. Ideally. Ideally. You know, unless there's a huge deficit, like, okay, the strict handstand push up one, guys versus girls, guys should have crushed them on that one. The clean one, the girls should crush the guys on that one because, because of the, the weight the, disparity. Weight disparity on that one. You know, the girls are just as strong as the guys now. I've said it for the last couple of years. I think their percentage should be jumped up to 0.75 at least, if not 0.80 of men's of weight. Of what better men's weights are because the women are just getting stronger faster. You do any max out and uh, total, if they did a total like snatch and a total, uh, like Olympic total, percentage wise, they're going to blow all the men across the board at that level. And even in our gym, our are you talking about like in relationship to body weight or not body weight, but the, if, if Jen has a 500 total, uh-huh. right. And the, and the guy has, he would need. Oh, to, to achieve the same ratio as yeah, her. Like okay. 70%. So what would that be? Of course, my phone is messed up. The one time I need it. Your iPhone XS. Yeah, that's right. They made a phone after our gym. So let's see. So 500 times 0. 0.7. Oops. So the girls would only have to total 350. So To maintain the same ratio. Yeah. So you know what I mean? So if. Which, I mean, hell, Jenna, you could probably do that with a deadlift. So and, ba- and call it a day. Was that 700 <laughs> times? So basically the guys would have to total 700 pounds, 350, a 350, a 340 snatch and a 350 clean and jerk. <laughs> Okay. And the girls had to do 490. So that would be a 245 snatch and 245 clean and jerk. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these girls can do a 250. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying is like the girls are going to outdo the guys in that. They're very, they're, their disparity is like the girls are. The, the gap sure. is closed. It's closed. Yeah. Not completely. But if it's one for one, which in some gyms it is. Yeah. Uh, and, but and, at that I, level. And it might get there here in the near future. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, who knows? So now this is where things get a little, th- this is where things get a little a little weird because we don't have regionals anymore. Now we're going to the national champions, the top 20 in the open, as well as the people that win the sanctionals. Uh, lots of stuff got shook up. Um, and lots of people that we would normally expect to see in the games are not going to the games because of the new makeup. Yep. Oh, well. 
Joe yeah, it's all new. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll wait and see what things look like at the games where they're going to have uh, a lot more athletes. Well, so many people move to China by October. <laughs> <laughs> and apply for citizenship. Yeah. For <laughs> in all next, these obscure countries. Open. Which is another big change, right? Because our next Open is now in October. October. So. And then <laughs> my buddies on Barbell Jerks, they had a good question. So are these workouts in October? Is that going to be 19.6? Oh, yeah. Or is it going to be 21? Yeah. <laughs> and they were arguing back and forth, like, it can't yeah. be 21. We're still in 2019. Yeah. So it'll be, uh, I mean, just kind of something uh, to be mindful of as far as the, the numbering system. So as we move forward to the um, CrossFit Games with all the changes they're going to take, the 150 give or take national champions, plus the 35 men and women from the Open and Sanctionals, 14 teams, 40 teens, and 120 masters. I hope Madison's ready for all that. <laughs> so uh, overall, like, how did you, how'd you look at this year's Open? I thought the workouts were fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't agree with the, I don't think they were, you know, Tony made a comment. He didn't think they were a tough enough test for your fittest. Mm -hmm. And I think Fraser proved that when he did the workout in six minutes and 50 seconds. With only knowing what the workout was for. What roughly? It's a, it's a, you know, I mean, it's a chest <laughs> like that volume. Yeah, one hundred and five. They're doing a regionals. They're doing one hundred fifty straight. Well, they were doing like I remember the hundreds. Well, yeah, one year. Yeah, the hundreds. Like, but you're doing hundred plus straight through, and they're mm -hmm. still coming off a hundred pull ups in under five minutes. So yeah, it, yeah. If you don't uh, remember the hundreds from regionals, it was a hundred chest to bars, a hundred wall balls, dumbbell snatch, hundred dumbbell snatch, hundred pistols. Yep, that was hundred pistols and snatch. Yeah, that was a uh, that was impressive to watch. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it definitely wasn't for the fittest, but remember, like, we talked that Glossman said he told Castro the direction that he wanted. Mm -hmm. I think the direction he wanted was to make it available for most people to go prescribed in this. Okay, so hence some of the makeup of the movements. I've seen a lot of people say, yeah, they did my first open RX. And that's a good achievement for people, I guess. Yeah. But I don't know. It's but just because you can do it. Remember, we, if you can just do RX, doesn't mean you should have. Like we have people who can yeah. do chest the bar, and they could. But, but should you be doing it at that volume? It's yeah. not the volume, but it's they wouldn't get through half the workout because mm -hmm. yeah, they have chest the bar. But so we have them do pull ups, and then that way they suffered mm -hmm. the way it should okay? versus stopping because they couldn't do the entire uh, workout. We're getting them. capped halfway through yeah. or let, you know, after the, what the 26 is or whatever the hell the number was. So like so. the Jurassic park thing, just because they should does, or just because they could, doesn't mean they should. should. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, I guess it just matters how your gym is, you mm -hmm. know, we want our people to go prescribe, but we care more about the integrity of, of the, the movements and, yeah. and the workout. So a good example is, you know, the scaled option was the weight would come down then jumping pull-ups. Mm -hmm. Well, we had them do the RX weight, but we didn't do jumpy pull-ups. Just do, do regular, regular pull-ups pull since they had them. You yeah. Know? So we use the scaled only if they truly could not perform a thing. Could not do that high a volume okay. of pull-up. So they would do scaled. Which I think, you know, if you're a responsible uh, trainer or, or owner, that's what you would do anyway during a normal workout. Mm, yeah. You're not going to try and subject them to something just because that's what said. That's what's on the board today. Right. And then we had people who we didn't do jumping pull-ups. Didn't do jumping pull-ups. We had them do um, ring rows because that's what they would do in our class for mm -hmm. that volume is ring rows. So, you know, it, yeah, it wouldn't, didn't count in the open, but we didn't do the open. Yeah. So, but they were safe. They got the same out of it and they weren't crushed that next day. I mean, they were hurting, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's not rad though. It's still, it's still a workout. Yeah. 
Now, as a gym owner, did you notice any differences this year, like with the feel of it? Because we, there was like normally during this time of year, if we, if, if regionals were in play, people are still going to do the workouts because you might have the potential of getting a team mm-hmm. into regionals where now the only pathway for teams is to compete in a sanctional. Event, yeah. So, and also, you know, there's no regional, so you don't have your, your athletes, you know, have what, 40 per region, give or take, going to regionals. So without that being in play with there being a low probability of you having the best athlete in the world or in the country or top 20 in the world, what was, did that have an impact on, on the feel? I don't think it was that. I think it was, um, I just think it was the, the way it was handled. No one was really hyped up and excited about it. And now we had a good time, mm-hmm. you know, with our people, but it was just, but I think, I think on our prediction show, I said we were like 14 days away and you guys were like, Oh yeah. wow. I didn't realize it was that close because yeah. there was no ad spend mm-hmm. on getting people excited about it. No. It, and I, I don't know. I mean, Jenna, she has a good feeling on this, so she could probably chime in. Um, Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to be like negative. About well, it's not it. about being negative, but did it feel different than last what's your, year? What's your opinion? Yeah. I, I Don't hide your feelings, bro. <laughs> I am like a competitive person. So as much as like it sucks to get all worked up before every workout and like kind of stress out a little bit because I, at one point I was hoping to make it to regionals mm-hmm. eventually. So, um, like as much as that sucked, like I kind of missed that feeling too a little bit, just like of being able to move to on to the next it. level, I guess. Yeah, okay. I don't. And now it's just like it had it didn't have as much meaning, I guess. Um, I mean, I still like to get together with everybody because I normally don't come on Saturday, so we don't. I don't even know how. Like, I don't do like community workouts, even though I guess like every day is a community workout. That's mm-hmm. just kind of always been like rest my day. rest day. Yeah. But um, like that aspect of like hanging out after and stuff was fun mm-hmm. um, still. But I don't know. It just felt different, I guess. And I think when you have so many people that are like just complaining about the whole thing, it's just like brings it, brings it down. Yeah. Like and I put that like survey thing up the other day about like, did you enjoy the open? And normally I feel like it would be like maybe one or two people that would say that no. they didn't like it. Mm-hmm. But there was like half. It was like half and half. Like half the people enjoyed it, and half the people were like, "No, like they just didn't." Ha-. But I don't know. I guess, like I said, when you have like a couple people complaining, then more people complain, mm-hmm. and then it's just like not even. I don't know. I was just I was just kind of tired of hearing about it, honestly. Well, the cool thing though is, I told Jenna this. She probably didn't. Realize, this was, in my opinion, her best open that she's had all around. Mm-hmm. She's had better workouts, far as individual efforts. Yeah, like last year, I think she finished fortieth. Top 40 in, in the, the region in the region and wad one yeah was that last year yeah you know and we don't know where she placed this year but you know because you can't it's by you the you can't world. figure it out yeah but i think all around i mean she pr'd her retest mm-hmm. okay that she we that is proven she did great on the bar muscle up workout she crushed the the thruster um chest of bar workout mm-hmm. and i would say if if this is uh jenna and she um like she was talking about getting worked up and nervous. Mm-hmm. If she had, if she, she had quote something to lose, she wouldn't have finished that. She maybe have finished the thruster, just the bar. Uh-huh. But last year when we had chest the bar, she fell apart mentally, mm-hmm. and you know she went to these singles and things like that. And here she just was grinding, just flew through it, 
Yeah. Because she didn't have stress on her mind. And then the year before, we had the thruster double under workout when she ran into the bathroom and had to go get her. Whatever. Two two years, three years. She ran into the bathroom for two minutes, came out, finished (laughs) the workout, and still beat my time. Right. (laughs) But I'm saying that I think it's it's a cool thing, and that's something I've been trying to capture off of her is to have her do the workouts like today. She murdered today's workout. Mm -hmm. uh, Five deadlifts at 165 for the women, three hang power cleans, one shoulder overhead, 10 bar facing burpees for seven minutes. Mm -hmm. And she only got seven rounds. Like, so she's holding that for an entire minute, which mm-hmm. is pretty damn good. I want her, I was always wanting her to attack workouts and open like that. Mm-hmm. But when you get worked up and you get nervous and now you're like, you know, got this person. The competition and, stress. Yeah. yeah. And then, but I, that's one as watching her. And when she did the minute, we did a man, mid Atlantic online qualifier. Yeah. And she was nervous about that, even mm-hmm. though we had zero expectations. And then watch her do the open. It was really cool to see the difference in that, how much better she performed. Mm-hmm. So basically if you're, if I'm ever going to do an online qualifier, someone just needs to program it and just, ha- I'll, I'll be, I'll be, yes. a, I'll just accidentally show up and I'll just videotape her from the corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like this is just for our social media. And then, uh, but something I did hear from other gyms, um, you know, and even gyms that had games and regional level athletes is they definitely did say that the feeling was different because Normally people would be there to cheer on everybody else to try and help get a team through, you know, cheer somebody through that last round of whatever nasty workout. But because the pathway to get to the games is so much more restricted now that even those people were saying it just didn't feel the same. And that's, I think you have a shitty gym if people still aren't cheering. Yeah. I'm saying like collectively, like, you know, if if we push through, we can get a team to regionals, Yeah, but not having that anymore. I get what you're saying. Yeah, but I mean, always, just always like. But but I, the I, argument I, that Bro and yeah. I always make is people say, "Oh, this was a time of year when we could all get together as a community." And yeah, Bro, Bro and Maya's retort is, "What are you doing? The other three hundred yeah. days. <laughs> what are you doing the other eleven months of the year?" Yeah, it's just it's just, with your commute with your quote community. Yeah, Cro- CrossFit isn't about the open. It's not about the no. games. It's about the people that you sweat, ble- you know, bleed, sweat, and cry next to. And it, it shouldn't just take five weeks, you know, in the winter for you guys to quote come together. No, I, it's just it's bullshit. And you know, I think you know the biggest thing I I did like about the change was that you didn't like I told you and maybe the prediction is that you don't have all these gyms. No. Oh. Like prepping for regionals, prepping for regionals yeah. and like, bro, you have no shot. Like, you know, I, it's cool to say it and, you know, it can make you feel cool. But when you don't have a legitimate chance, that'd be like me putting the hashtag up, uh, regionals, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, CrossFit games, 2020 masters division, you know, 35 to 39. And I put it on there now. Cause yeah. I'm, now I'm training Mo. <laughs> That's it. I'm dropping the gauntlet. <laughs> because you put it in writing. Yes. Now, now it's a goal. I'm training from the, I didn't do well this last one. I don't know what I ranked. But, uh, but this one, this year, I'm dedicating the baby. I'm going to make it in October. By October, my fitness level is going to skyrocket. Yeah, yeah, I think my homie Jamie Hernandez said he was going to get a t-shirt or on his Instagram or he's going to t-shirts made that said a 2019 regional athlete. <laughs> mm, I want one. Dude, you went to regionals? Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah bro. 2019. You, you didn't, weren't there? You didn't go watch? No, I you didn't. You didn't get the invite? The bro, you yeah. call yourself a CrossFitter? Yeah, you suck. Why don't you go do Zumba? All right. Any parting shots, man? No parting shots. I mean, I think we've always talked the first person through the wall is always the bloodiest. Yeah. This is kind of like that. You know, I we think, all did it collectively. 
Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, we have more information now. I think people have a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> people have expectations now on what's yeah. to come. But I also believe if HQ, they probably won't, they handle this appropriately, they're going to start notifying the gyms well before the October mm-hmm. open and let them start prepping for these online things. Because you know, like I said, if I have a, if I have a three month window, I'm going to make a spectacular. Yeah. It's going to be balls out. Right. Yeah. So I'll be able to prep for it and get this and, and practice this and that. And did whatever. they give any indication how much warning they were giving these gyms? No, I haven't heard, oh. but that's, you know, hell we didn't know much about it until, a couple, in, a, until the week before day, 14 days out. We still didn't know much because yeah. we were just talking about that. Like, so I think we'll, we'll see a better production. Okay. We'll see better um, coverage mm-hmm. as far as commentary and things like that. Maybe they'll find out a way to show scores. Mm-hmm. I don't know, even if it's a uh, whiteboard or something, something, yeah. something that we can see where everybody's at. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think we'll see that the workouts, I didn't think were bad for the open really. I mean, they weren't anything crazy. We did get, get a two new movements, single arm, Overhead lunge, yeah. and we got the strict handstand push up, mm-hmm. which I think is cool because I think that's what's good about the open is you, a lot of times you get when you get exposed. You know, that's why we do competitions. Mm-hmm. When you get exposed, you get to really hit that in your training. And I promise you this that we've already started. I mean, we were, we're already doing strict handstand push ups on Sundays, mm-hmm. but as a gym, we'll just incorporate them even more and, and get ready for October. Yeah, because you know, I think it's one of those tests that he'll actually throw back at you, sort mm-hmm. of like the bar muscle up and the, um, Handstand walks. The handstand walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I think that's something he'll throw back at you. And ideally, I would love to see the handstand walk. Um, that's all my only complaint of all the workouts. I'd love to see the handstand walk either before and not at the very end or something. like Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people practice them, right, from the deadlift handstand walk one. Mm-hmm. Was that last year? Mm-hmm. The people will start practicing because they think they're going to be in the open again, so they put a lot of time in. Mm-hmm. Well, now they don't get to test it, and I, I really wish they would. Uh, okay, you know so what I'm you're saying. saying I yeah. wish they would have had a chance to, had everybody you, test it. Yeah, after last year, you know it's coming now. You, right. you know there's going to be handstand walks. You know there's going to be a dumbbell now. Um, there's going to be some sort of muscle up. Make, I mean, hell, this year we had. Did we have both this year? No, no, just the one. Okay, yep. so last year was rings. Yeah, you're going to have a muscle up. Yep. You know, the only thing you probably don't have to worry about is a is a run, a yep. swim, um, Turkish get-ups, and most likely assault bike, <laughs> a rope climb. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think I think that I think that's coming though. I hope so. Yeah, I think it should. It's time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I it's only, yeah. It, it would suck, but it's time. It's gonna hit people in the pocket, but I'd argue that most, most gyms, gyms now yeah. have a couple. Well, it, when they did the whole rower, rower thing, thing, I remember people lost their minds. But it, it was different. That was it, the first time we'd ever implemented a piece of a quote equipment or but, machine. But I guess. concepts, they weren't a huge thing in all CrossFit gyms. You maybe had one, mm-hmm. like it wasn't. It wasn't something you programmed every day. Yeah, it was an expense, but, you know. You used it to, like, do a cool down or a warm up but or all extra these work. Other, all these other online qualifiers are already using bikes. So, yeah. Oh, okay. You, you know what I mean? So, they're, most gyms already have a, a bike of some sort. The only issue you're going to have is that whole, you, the Rogue Echo or, or the assault bike, assault bike yeah. and get rid of the Zybeck pieces of crap, like <laughs> rower type yeah. things that cheat. Yeah. So, but Jenna? all around good open. That's it, I think. I don't really have much else to say. I did explain somebody or I explained like the difference to somebody um, like on my trip about like the changes of CrossFit and mm-hmm. they were like, that sounds like the Olympics. And I didn't even say anything. So it was kind of cool to get like a different perspective of somebody that doesn't even do CrossFit. Mm-hmm. 
Like Told you, man. That's what the, he's going for. Yeah. And I was like, that's what we said in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah I mean, I don't know. I Are think, you excited about October? I guess. I mean, I don't know. Like, I just feel like it's not, like, any big deal anymore. Are you excited for competition season? Yeah. Yep, right around the corner. Are you excited about that? Warm weather? Like Train with the doors open. Yeah, it feels good. Yeah, out there. Sun today out in the <laughs> 45 degree weather. <laughs> All right, that brings this week's episode to close. I'm Owen. I'm out. Later. Bye. Thank you for listening to the One More Rep Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at One More Rep Podcast, or on Twitter at Can I Get One More, or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com. Tell us about your trip. Are you still drinking those things? Don't they have like lead in them or something? The good die young, Mo. What was it they found in them? Uh, I don't know, some rab poison chip. (laughs) (laughs) It was. It was like arsenic or something. Yeah, it's all good. (sighs) That's what keeps you balanced. Oh, there's a new can though. A new can. Only carbonated water. They made sure that was a different. There's no arsenic in it. Naturally essenced. Hmm. That sound you heard was a new batch of nowhere in particular. We are on number 32, Lemon Meringue Sour. Ale brewed with lemons and vanilla beans. If I'm eating buffalo, man, I'm right, having like a... Straight up. Yeah, straight up. I'm not going to That's just like it. $11 is, a pound. Yeah. It was so good. One of the best like meats I've had recently over Christmas was a uh, bison ribeye hmm. at uh, Paragon downtown. I had never had it before. It was freaking delicious. What Did you go to Casa Bonita? Buck, uh, Buckhorn. Would you eat? It was oh, like was a that? taxidermy place. It was really good. I had. Oh, Buckhorn Tavern. Yeah. Yeah. I had uh, a Buffalo Reuben, which was really good. Yeah, but Buffalo is super. I yummy. had altitude sickness, I think, <laughs> or car sickness. I don't know which or one. Or LaCroix sickness. <laughs> yeah, it could have been. When I was... Or uh, as they say, sickness liquor. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to let you know you've caused an uproar with this whole Fisher and Friends. Good. <laughs> Thanks, Tara. I totally forgot she was the one that started. Fucking Tara. Extra what? programming for you. You have lost 50 carbs. <laughs> You're going to go in and tweak her my fitness pal. Jenny, do you have to do anything before we fucking start? Like, do you have to piss? Do you have to poop? I'm here. Oh, no, it's your defense mechanism. <laughs> Shitting everywhere. Did you see when Aaron responded to that? Yeah. No. What he said? <laughs> he was like, don't be lying on my book. Mm-hmm. That it wasn't in the book? Yeah, that it wasn't in the book. Yeah. I've never heard that. Sometimes you hear good advice. Sometimes you get bad. I guess that was bad. I'm trying what to double you? heart it. Oh, it was him. Thanks to my mama on my 33rd. Oh, it's his birthday. Happy birthday, Paul. Yeah, Paul. Even though you won't hear this till a week after your birthday, but happy birthday anyway, man. Yep. Happy birthday. I'm ready. I had to copy and (laughs) Guys, I swear, dude. Like, honestly. Sorry. The social media person had to. We're we're supposed to start at 7. Who's fault I've been I've been sitting here. What? I peed three times. I know you have. That's the point. You've knocked your mic out (laughs) once. Don't get, don't even break that chair. You've already messed up our stools. You did? Yeah, they all wobble because she sits on the damn on the on the edge, mm-hmm. and you do you I wobble. wobble you wiggle on them. I want you know what I'm gonna do one time though. I'm gonna loosen the fucking screws on one of them. I'll, don't give me the idea. Like on uh, I don't even sit there. What was it? Get shorty. I know. I know where you sit.
get Jordy where he loosened the uh, the rails on uh, on the balcony and he pushed him off there. <laughs> I don't remember that. I'll just drop that in there. Oh, why you did that? Can I see you again? <laughs> I really, I drank that whole gallon. I don't normally do that. And you people want her to have her own show? Yeah, the, you mean, the, you mean intermission? The, the, the show would be like eight minutes long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of dirty hands, I on NPR, because I'm old, that's what I listen to now, it said that like 99% of the touchscreens that they tested mm-hmm. at McDonald's mm-hmm. had fecal, fecal material matter. on yeah. them. <laughs> well, what, do you, what do you expect? <laughs> Uh, no thanks, I'll just go to the register.